maybe we should introduce ourselves because we didn't do an introduction. Oh, are we on live? This is it? Come on! Come on! How many of you people know you're alive? How many of you people know you're really alive? I haven't seen you like this in a while. You had a fight with some cops. Didn't happen to kill any of them, did you? Not that I know of. But they know they've been in a fight, that's for damn sure. How the hell do you suppose I'm going to square this with the board? <laughs> there ain't no squaring it. Not this time. This isn't some barroom brawl. Or some creep with a gas can trying to torch someone. Hey, hey, this is big. Settle down, Marv. Take another pill. Hey, there ain't no settling down. This is blood for blood and part of gallons. This is the old days, man, the bad days, the all or nothing days. They're back, they're back, they're back. Listen, listen, he said if he did call, it's gonna relax. Would you relax? Tell, tell, huh? Tony, I love you, but you were. I love you I'm too, and I'm right. No. Let's go. What the hell are you doing out here, Fred? What the, what the hell are you? No! 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 What the hell are you doing out here, Fred? How did you get out of here? Fred, if you're real, you better tell me right now. If you're real, you better tell me right now. You're the prisoners? No, you're the guards. Now you got it. Now you got it. Okay, okay. It's all in good fun. All in good fun. Here's some games here. And there's Get out! Get out! He's in my chair. Have sex to him on now! Huh? Blurdy boy! Have sex to him on now! Hector! 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 I wonder about you sometimes, Henry. You may fold under questioning. <laughs> I guess it looks as if you're reorganizing your records. Yeah. Um, what is this, uh, chronological? No. Not alphabetical. Autobiographical. No fucking way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 I'm, I'm forgetting somebody. Jerry Maguire, my agent. You are my ambassador of Quan, man. Is this your homework, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Look, man. Do, it, please. Is this your homework, Larry? Ask him about the car, man. Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Is that your car out front? Is this your homework, Larry? We know it's his fucking homework. Where's the fucking money, you little brat? Look, Larry, have you ever heard of Vietnam? You're entering a world of pain, son. We know that this is your homework. We know that you stole a car. And the fucking money. And the fucking money. And we know that this is your homework. We're gonna cut your dick off, Larry. You're killing your father, Larry. You might want to watch out that front window, Larry. Walter! What, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry! This is what happens, Larry! You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? This is what happens! 
You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Is this it? I Yeah. Oh. I think it's us. I'm Wes. And I'm Old Boy. And this is the Wes and Old Boy Chronicles. We are We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> start thinking about killing birth i was thrown into a flaming pit of scum forgotten by god and i mean i mean i came from violence using my blood my dad had it his dad had it it's all just my fate you believe in fate boy my fate what about your father how did he die you were only 10 years old and just a lot of speculation how is work? What work? I'm unemployed. Where the f are you been, huh? Well, you look nice, Mallory. Thanks, Mom. Well, I'm gonna go now. I'll be back at midnight, okay? Where the hell do you think you're going, huh? I'm going to the John Lee Hooker concert with Donna. I told you that yesterday. First off, you don't tell me anything. You ask my permission. Second, you're not going out in that Hoover house dress. You'll end up peddling your ass, you stupid bitch. And third, you're not going out at all. You didn't mow the yard. That piece of shit llama is fine! That's the way you talk in front of your mother? You stupid bitch. You watch your language. Or I'll kick the shit out of you, like I do her. So if your ass is in this house, it's my ass. So you move it upstairs and take a shower. You make sure it's a good shower. I'm coming up after to see how clean you are. Who are you? Mickey, who are you? I'm Mallory. You gotta change your name to beautiful. You're always dressed like that, and you just uh, waiting for me. Why'd I be dressed like this for somebody? I don't know. Maybe something inside you told you to. You know, like fate. You believe in fate, Myler? Maybe. Well, too happy. Wanna go for a ride and talk about it? No, you know the only thing that kills a demon? Love. That's why I know that Mallory's my salvation. She was teaching me how to love. I forgive you, baby. Listen, Mickey. 
My daddy, he's gonna move us away so that you can't ever find me. I'm scared. He said if you ever show up, he's gonna kill you. You won't leave me alone. He keeps fucking touching me. I can't take it. I have to go. Because if he finds out I'm gone, he's gonna beat me and everything. I just want to tell you I love you. I won't forget about you. It's cool. No matter where he takes you, Timbuktu, it don't matter. Fate. No, nobody can stop fate. Nobody can. Now, one of these nights soon, I'm gonna be coming for you. Hey, Jack. Mickey's back. Well, just a prick I want to see. say that for so long. But where are we going to get married? Right here, man. This is our church. God, for you and this river and this mountain and everything we don't know about, Mickey, do you take Mallory to be your lawful wedded wife to have and hold and treat right until you die? Jesus. Mickey to be your... By the power vested in me as God of my world, I pronounce us husband and wife.
When them people come here and they ask you who done this, you tell them Mickey and Mallory Knox did it, all right? Say it. Mickey and Mallory Knox did it. Mickey and Mallory Knox. They stormed in with shotguns. And after liberating the establishment of all the firearms they could carry and various personal idiosyncratic knickknacks, they killed every customer in the place without hesitation. But they always leave one clerk alive to tell the tale of Mickey and Mallory. Oliver Stone's natural... Natural born killers, natural born killers, natural born killers, natural born killers. Got Woody Harrelson. Die Hard performances. Die Hard performances yep. and dedicated. And the filmmaking, the shots of even the black and like the black and white shots of Woody's face. Oh yeah. With the sunglasses, the mirrored sunglasses. Totally. They visually the visual aesthetic of the movie, you were wondering before, does it is it substance or is it style over substance? That's a pretty big question. Well, on on first look, it may be. On and first look. Correct. When you start then when you start thinking about what you were saying, the themes of the film, what the film really is about. What's underneath, what right. he's trying to say, and if you think about 1994, the time period it came out, it, what is he trying to what was he trying to tell a story about? And I think I gotta let it go. Oh, Juliet. Excellent. The knife through the glass. I love it. Intercut with the opera. Amazing. I had never seen anything like this. And then there's this cut of the of the guy she's killing. Yeah. Oh. Memories of him alive earlier laughing. Shit last. Why are they always fucking with me? Why are you? Trying to dance. Fucker! <laughs> no! There is no escape in here. We grew up with this. We grew up with yeah. this. Yeah. redneck too. If the haulers let him go. Mabel. She draws it out. <laughs> she tries to I put a coffee it. pot in front That's of her. That's great. And you are... Ah, she you know, shot like a music video at times. It, it it's is. It's like the MTV it, generation. He was trying to talk to them. Right. And that was this us. Is the commu that's communicating to it, them. Yeah. By making a film like this, which was like one long music video. Right. Because of its style. Right, exactly. But the sad other end of this story is the whole Quentin Tarantino thing. Because, you know, you he have did. to fill me in on that. So now I don't know much about that part of it. But so now he what happened? He, well, he sold his script. I mean, he did. He needed to sell, you know, in, this in is order after to reservoir. And this was this was during the build-up for him to direct Reservoir Dogs, I believe, when he sold these scripts. Uh, when he True Romance. True Romance and, and Natural, Natural Born. Born Killers, yeah. Um, but Genius scripts. 
Well, we don't, you know, we've, I actually have the original Natural Born Killers Do you? script that Tarantino wrote. Did you read it? Uh, no. Uh, at Bro. times, years ago, I would Mother flip through sister. it, and, and I found out how you very different it was. How different? Can I tell you in sight scenes right now? No. That I, no. But I do know okay. Tarantino's movies exist on a different, and, uh, you know, just Mother like Grave. Stone's yeah. movies Johnny exist as Stone right movies. What you think Johnny we would have gotten as a Tarantino oh. movie because it was it was an it homage to like okay, Badlands which is Martin Sissy Spacek you know it was a, it was an homage to that I don't know it was, you know, it was about glamorizing killers it was, about was it about that it, it had was. that undercurrent <laughs> exactly of, okay. exactly but I wonder though not to this level where it was <laughs> no Stone no. took it to the next hey, level he and her up. all about that and you, you know and filmed it like that like it's almost like a, a reality video of two killers it's like a reality tv show it is because you follow them into prison too i t- you follow them into prison yeah which is one of my favorite scenes is the breakout of prison what the hell are you doing the region and johnny goes little johnny no Which is one of my favorite scenes is the breakout of prison and the rage against the machine. God, God and, damn it. Uh, but. Smart move. Okay. Woody. Hip to the shale. Never violent. We've seen white men yeah. jump. We've seen cheers. And he's like, you know, I asked Oliver, you know, why did you choose? You know, why are you talking to me out of everything that I've done? You know, I don't understand why you would pick me because everything I've done is pretty much. I kind of remember some of this. Yeah. Pretty much comedy. And he says, I see violence in you. And in reality, Woody Harrelson's father had murdered somebody and had been a convicted murderer. He went by the name Hitman Harrelson. Oh, really? Yeah. So, And of course, Oliver Stone knows so much about history. The guy is a historian. And his mind is like working overload all the time. Oh my God, forget it. He's a bit genius. Exactly. Um, you don't Ivy League trained and no, well you don't. See this is this ahead way. of its time because of what we were just saying. Reality right. shows didn't even shape into anything yet. Like this is right, an idea for a film that is a reality show about two killers. Like, is this how far we're gonna go? You know, is this what we what this we is, glamorized? You know, it's and just, this is what he saw back then. Right, they're shooting this in '93, which was a very transformative year. That was oh my God. I always music think changed. Pearl Jam Nirvana, yep. the alternative music scene. And then when I think of the movies that changed also, it was the movies and the music that were influencing our culture. They were reflecting what was going on in in youth in the yeah. youth society. Yeah. This is one of those movies, along with Pulp Fiction, Quentin Tarantino. Right played a massive part in shaping what the 90s, the early 90s were for me. And changing and, film. Yeah, I mean, forever. if you take Pulp Fiction and look at the way he shot it, that changed everything. You know how many people started shooting like him? I'm talking oh, about changing totally. story configuration, you know? like You know how it, many, there were takeoff oh after takeoffs uh. after that. 
Two Days in the Valley. Two Days in the Valley. <laughs> I even thought Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels was a take A British version, it. yeah. I, I thought yeah. it was, you know. Hey, everybody wanted to be a rock star director like Quentin Tarantino after that. And and he had already had the notoriety from oh, yeah. uh, Reservoir because people were rocked. Just, you know, like, yeah. what the hell is this movie? Yeah, yeah. So intense. So... When Michael Madsen's on the lap of that cop, cutting off his ear to, oh, to the, you know, stuck sick. in the middle, and you don't you. even see it. He no, turns you don't the camera even see, away, which is classic. Yeah, uh, this is a guy that worked at a fucking video store, and here he is directing his first movie. He's it's got Harvey Keitel behind him because he's a genius screenwriter. Yeah, and that came through. Um, and what did he do? He always says, if you want to make movies. Then my best advice to you is to go out and make a movie. Get a camera, get, that, make the movie, that's shoot it. the movie. He's not yep. telling you bullshit like go to the New York Film Academy, right. take a bunch of classes, and then but no, he's telling you what he did. Grab a fucking camera and start filming. He's doing what we do. What do he we is do? A special talented individual. He is what well, we do in audio, not in video. You know what I'm saying? He is just he's far, in, just to think of how he creates these stories that characters overlap in in this world that he's created and you never know what you're going to get in his movie but you do know you're going to get something fucking crazy and, and every well time. crafted every time. well crafted and even as time goes on i think even more refined his resources are not now right he can shoot the hateful eight in 70 millimeter he's right. got the command to do that now but remember when he was beginning and we were just meeting him yeah uh pulp fiction was kind of a huge risk but you know, think about it. Bruce Willis, John Travolta. A lot of people signed up. Yeah. A lot of people knew. They were like, something's with this Tarantino guy, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're like, there's something going on with this guy. I want to be a part of this. <laughs> ah, he was amazing. I man. remember I just I recently saw a documentary where um, one of the producers, I forgot her name, who worked with Tarantino, said after he got paid for Reservoir Dogs, he was like, okay, I'm going back home. Uh, I'm going to take a couple years off. And <laughs> she's like, what, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm going to write my movie. I'm going to take a couple of years off. She goes, a couple of years? <laughs> he says, yeah, well, uh, I got all this money now. Why? You couldn't live off all this money for a couple of years? I could. <laughs> says, I mean, this is this guy's art. Like, this is what he's thinking about. Yeah. He's not looking to, like, you know, live in a castle. Like, oh, no. he wants to start writing his next he's movie. He's not selling out to the Hollywood yeah, dream. He's going to work. He's going it, home, man. and I'm going to go work. This is what the deal is. And right. from the beginning, he's got his stamp quentin tarantino's you know it's his always. movie yeah he always. never never had to do anything that strayed from his art you know he stayed in those lines all the time it's he's amazing such a phenomenal director i mean i've brought up my problems with him before sure only i mean it's just the racism it's just uh how lucy is with that but 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 that that said and i can't downplay that but that said He's a genius, and yeah. he he's an auteur, and yeah. he uh, has created a whole different, whole different brand of cinema. There's Tarantino esque cinema right. now. Yeah, you know, we right. were there at the beginning. We right. were there. I was sitting in in the third row of the movie theater to watch Pulp Fiction. I had already seen Reservoir Dog. I couldn't believe what I was. It was just amazing. I mean, amazing. He's cutting to different points of the of, of the story. You know, uh, one second he's the, dead he's, and he's alive. He's al what the yeah. hell? Just where am I? What <laughs> he's happened? Dead. Here? He's alive. He's this that. Uh, they're wearing Hawaiian shirts. One second, uh, you don't know why they look like dorks until later on in the movie. Right. And 
The Bruce Willis stuff. Oh, I love the Bruce Willis sequence of so, Pulp. So fucking good. Bruce Willis is so underrated. But you, but, he is. but when you have someone like Tarantino. Now he's a bit of a sellout, though, I think. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so he's got like six films that went direct. You would call it direct-to-video when we were younger. But yeah. now it's direct-to-streaming or whatever the hell it's called. But what was I going to say about Tarantino is it's sad that he's coming to a point where he's like, I'm only going to make two I know, movies. I know. And, and I'm aware part of the of reason it. all this shit is happening is because he is not going to change who he is. Yeah. And he says he if he it's too much PC, too much PC everywhere. He always stresses when he does the interviews after he makes a film. This is a movie. It's a re- it's a movie. I'm aiming for realism. I'm going but for what mo- it was at that point. Right. And I have to be honest to that. Right. Lay off. You know, this is I'm saying it like this. I'm having the characters speak like this because they would have spoken like this at that time in this place, whether you like it or not. Right. I didn't create the time. I'm telling you what they would have. I buy that. I I hate it, but I buy that. I do. I do. I understand that. Everybody's got their. uh, Yeah, sure. Right. I'm sensitive to it. And I and I I don't like that. But I at the same time, he's done a lot for cinema like Nolan. I think we were talking about this last time. Oh, God. Celluloid is dying. These yep. guys are keeping it alive. Yeah, you know, celluloid is 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 fizzling out, and people are such a scary concept. What you're saying? It's not good, dude. People don't. I mean, we were talking about it last time again, and because it's because it's a constant thing in my mind. We're we're no we're nowhere near the clarity and the artwork of celluloid. We're not digitally. It can't be reproduced. People, we yeah. can't reproduce celluloid yet, and. You're settling for a fraction, a tenth of the quality. That uh, just uh, well, and guys like these guys, Nolan and and Tarantino, they love the art, shooting they, and yeah. seven, dusting off the seventy millimeter cameras and going out and shooting their films in seventy millimeter and IMAX, taking advantage taking of it. Advantage I of love it, yeah. that. Yeah. I just I'm all about that that audiophile. And video file, high high quality, going for the best, and these guys are at the top of their game, and they're very influential. Even Scorsese, I think, is shooting digitally, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't I, that I couldn't tell you. I, if he I, is. I, I, I couldn't tell you if he is. I but know I, that I know that if I was him, based on what we talked about on the last episode about his movie going direct to Netflix, right? You know, it's a little tough. I mean, that's feel it. that's like it's like a stab. It's I don't like, like that. No, he, no, he is. He has always been a definition of an auteur, a guy who right. has control over everything. But, and now to think that he has to uh, settle for hurts. It hurt me. It's it's it, yeah. I can't <laughs> even talk about no, it. I can't it even me. talk about it. It really did hurt me. I mean, I, you you brought it up and I couldn't believe. I didn't he, want he's it. He's a hero of ours. I, I mean, didn't want to believe it. You know, yeah. like you told me that, and I was like, no, I don't want to. No Netflix. Yeah. But I, I guess if you think about it, I th- I thought about this the other day. It's like I guess uh, first of all, Netflix. Well, thank God they stepped in. You know, what happens if they didn't step in? Would this thing have been shelved? Would we have never seen The Irishman? I would, I don't know. Oh, that would freak me Imagine that <laughs> in five years we're sitting there saying, God, yeah. I hope we'll ever see what they've. So thank God they stepped in and they've stepped in before they saved that show, The Killers, uh, The Killing from AMC. Oh, did AM- they? AMC, oh, okay, yeah. They canceled it and Netflix came back for 
I believe, the third season and brought it back, paid to have it up and run. And then the fourth season, I believe I'm saying this right, the third and fourth season were covered by Netflix. They picked the show up and allowed it to finish, just like Twin Peaks has its chance at another at another shot because right. they have stepped in. So uh, there's some creative... Well, Twin Peaks is Showtime. Yeah, Twin Peaks is Showtime. So I'm wrong. Yeah, well, whatever. I whatever. mean, I don't know where that all started, the, the, uh, him, him reviving Twin Peaks, because at first there was some complications with that whole thing, and then he, he was walking off and someone else was going to direct the episodes, and I'm like, what? What? the fuck now if that happened i would fucking lose it because wait, uh, wait. there's n- you not know, him you can't reproduce david lynch's you're, brain you're not doing you that. cannot do that uh, you know as How alexander payne that? alexander payne once said and i'll always say this i am not a better director than david lynch when he lost when he when david lynch lost to him at the independent spirit awards the guy was like I'm sorry, David. You know, like, you're much better than me. I don't know what happened here. I have no know? problem saying I have no problem saying exactly. that, Alexander Payne. What's he... Well, oh, he's it. fantastic. What's he been I, doing, his, though? What? He's got... His new movie is called Downsizing, and it, it's an allegory for the loss of the middle class and trying to regain, you know, our place, like trying to have them a dream of, you know, getting money and riches, like, you know, having, having a good life. Okay. And, and the only way to do that is to shrink our, our population. And how do we do that without removing people? We actually is literally shrink people. Just talking yes. Yeah, it's Alexander Payne. It's Alexander it looks Payne. great. Matt Damon's in it. Kristen Wiig is in it. Um, Oh really? The guy from Hall Pass is in it. I can't think of his name. Um, damn it, I can't remember his name. He's, oh, okay. Yeah, but Hall- anyway, it looks okay. Good. Alexander. Payne. I didn't know that was Alexander. By the way, Payne. Alexander Payne, his his accomplishments as a filmmaker as well. Like his niche is human emotion, and he really captures it. He did Election with. Um, oh, I love that Reese, Reese Witherspoon and Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Yep. He did About Schmidt with Jack Nicholson, which was fantastic. That that bothered me. That movie. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does bother. It you. gets under you. It does. Yeah, but you have to be a good director you, to effectively do that. Oh man. yeah, you he have really to got be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sideways with Paul Giamatti. Great. Fuck. Launched and oh, thank God. God gave us gave gave. Uh, Gave like uh, open doors for Paul Giamatti and open like, yeah, doors like, for look Paul how Giamatti. Amazing, this actor is. He's a, seriously, he, and he's he's always been great. But oh. we finally got he finally got the credit he deserved. And Thomas Hayden Church, right? Yeah. So oh, he was amazing. He rocked. Man. Hey, Cammy, maybe we could meet <laughs> later. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ, can't we just play golf and drink some wine? <laughs> Paul Giamatti's amazing. And then he also did The Descendants with. Um, with uh, George Clooney and uh, the breakout performance by um, the girl, the young girl, um, Shailene Woodley. Fantastic oh, movie. Oh, The Descendants. The Descendants. Then he did Nebraska. Right. He did Nebraska with uh, with uh, Dern, Bruce Dern, and the Sons in black and white, where he says thinks he's going to go to Nebraska. You don't remember this? I didn't see it. Oh my God! It's a. Is it? It's fantastic. It, it's fantastic. You, it's people at the essence. He just knows how to capture people, you know. And it's and now he's got this coming out. Hmm. So Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. I don't know, baby. Right. I don't know. Well, we, I, 
much respect for him. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I appreciate him as much as you do, but what? I, uh, he gays bores me a little oh, bit. Shit, you know what are you gonna do? I don't know, but <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, you said what you said. Yeah, I'm gonna just, right. yeah, I said that. So, hmm. but I, I wanted to just say Oliver Stone that uh, I was yeah. watching, uh, I was watching Natural Born Killers and thinking about that time period thinking about how much it affected us it exploded on us and the performances in the movie back at that time like i said woody harrelson you didn't see him as a killer you didn't see him in a violent role cool oliver stone had the foresight to see him in the yes. violent role and then he epitomized he epitomized mickey knox come on get the big bad wolf uh, you have downey jr tonight i'm standing on highway 666 running through towns like Cortez, Shiprock, Sheep Springs, and ending in Gallup, New Mexico. To some, a beautiful stretch of the American landscape, but to Mickey and Mallory Knox, who are still at large, it is literally a candy lane of murder and mayhem. Patrolman Gerald Nash was just the first of 12 peace officers that Mickey and Mallory murdered during their reign of terror. Gerald and his partner, Dale Wrigley, were parked at this donut shop, Alfie's Donuts, when... This 1970 Dodge Challenger pulled up across the street from the donut shop. Gerald is only three weeks out of the academy. He come walking out with coffee. Thanks, folks. My bear claw. Hey, you. The driver asked him a question. How the hell do you get to farming? He looked like he was giving street um, directions. Go down to 324. Take it over to 66, and Farmington's up about 65 miles. Quick ride. You folks going there? When he finished, uh -huh. well, and nice waved time. him thanks. Thank then up come that shotgun. Who was not being, you know, everybody, you know, people now, maybe the millennials, know him as a very successful actor. Right. You don't remember that this guy was a complete fucking heroin addict yeah, was and was, ke was getting thrown into jail, in and out of jail, extremely talented. So talented. So talented. Had an Oscar nomination for Chaplin in, what, 89 oh or something? God. Yeah. Dude. Uh, and don't should, forget less than zero. Uh, but, well, that's. I'll always go back to this. Make me understand, Julian. I really want to understand. No, you don't. You look like a fucking whore to me. Rip made me do that. It's not like I had a choice. Shit, man. You did it. You did it to yourself and you know it. Fuck good. Off. Fucking run away. That's what you're really good at. It's what you always do. I'm not coming after you. Not anymore. Not well, you don't know. Well, tell me. You please. don't know. Forget it. Get in the car. Leave me alone. What are you going to do now? Are you going to go back to Rick? Are you going to run and hide? I really want to know what you're going to do now. I'll tell you that when I don't know. Come with me. Just leave with me. I'll take you back to school. There's no reason for you to stay. Not here, not in L.A. It's over. Let's go. Do I look like I'm ready for homework? I'll always go back to lessons well, here. That's when you knew. I mean, he's fantastic. He's amazing. He yeah. just and he's talked That's about a young, it. Hungry actor giving everything. They said they, they uh, on the actors' studio. James Lipton was asking him, you know, did you take that to the edge? And he wouldn't answer the question directly, but he said, you know, uh, I, uh, you know, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. So not all of that is fake. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of him partying his ass off and doing the role 
bringing himself to the fringes. His true feelings, his true... He's a great actor. Yeah, he brought out that inner him Dude, into the part. it's all over that movie, and you don't... I mean, I love Andrew McCarthy. I've got a thing for Andrew McCarthy. I think he's great. I grew up with him. Yeah. Uh, watching him. Jamie Gertz. Eh, but... I like her in that movie. Um, Stars. <laughs> Michael's great. I like Michael. <laughs> That's. What is that? Lost Boys. What's your name? Star. Star. Star's great. I like Star. She says, what's your name? Michael. Michael's, Michael's great. great. I like, I like Michael. Michael. Don't drink it. It's blood. Right. Yeah, right. Blood. Jason and Patrick. <laughs> You know where Hudson's Bluff is overlooking the point? I can't beat your bike. You don't have to beat me, Michael. You just have to try and keep up. Jason Patrick is the son of... Oh, the guy from uh, The Exorcist. Tom, uh, Jason Miller. I'm Damien Carroll. And I'm the devil. Now kindly undo these straps. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar display of power, Carroll. Where's Reagan? In here with us. Tom, uh, Jason Miller. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that's so fucking cool. Father, Jason Patrick. Father Karras. Father Karras. Yeah. So awesome. Me, damn me, why? Why, damn me, why you do this to me? <laughs> that's the worst Greek accent. But he, they were Greek. Did you know that? Who was? Father Karras, was, he's Greek, and she's Greek, and she speaks Greek to him, the mother. Oh, she does? Yeah, when she says that to him. He, what, what so is his name... Is his name Damien Karras or Dimitri Karras? Damien, I thought. Right? Father Damien. But if he's if it's really if he's Greek, maybe where it's Demi, like because when you have Dimitri, sometimes you said Dimitri. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think I don't know. Let's look it up. But anyway, Greek is it would be Demi if right, it was Demetrius. Okay, yeah. all right. So that's what I'm thinking because his name is Karras, Father Karras, and the mother says to him in Greek. She, I, oh, someone Why told me this once. This but that's what she says in English, and then in Greek she says, um, "You, you, you, oh, somebody you leave me here. You, you leave me here to die, or something like that." Somebody translated it exactly. For you. Yeah, yeah. By the way, less than zero. Brett Easton Ellis. That's a character. Uh, so American Psy American Psycho is one of the few. Yeah. Okay, I'm gone. Brett Easton Ellis is a. Sick fuck. Yeah. That. Uh oh. I just think that. I just think that uh, less than zero is a match. I read the book. Rest less than zero. Right. Not as um. It's a little more cynical, a little bit more uh, dirty than. It's just not as uh, not dirty, but um, depressing. Cynical. He looks down on the society, but gives you an honest view of the elite in late 80s uh, Beverly Hills and how they look at drug abusers. Well, and he makes people at the top look so ugly. He makes them look it's really like ugly. Yeah, yeah. Even when they're, yeah. they're glossy. I mean, if you take less than zero, American Psycho, Ooh. Rules of Attraction, and what's the, the Informers. The Informers. Those films, are they, they all feel the same in some sense there's some underlying brett easton ellis feeling there at the bottom of it there all. is you know and, and it's it's great that the filmmakers could capture his vision let me say this to you yeah. let me ask you and like pose a question to you i thought about it the other day is the point of uh 
American Psycho at the end when he uh, admits to the lawyer on the phone that he's eaten brains and he's I'm sorry people but killed it's the chronicle so yeah be, you know you know uh, explicit yeah it's explicit spoiler, so spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> and I've eaten some brains and uh, so you know good I so, mean uh, it, you know the right brain fuck it so go on it's so amazing. Christy, don't just stare at it. Eat it. Eat it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> He's just Christian Bale. Well, Christian. Christian. And that that role was being sought after. We've discussed Leo. it before. Leo. Leo. Sick. We're coming after you, Leo. We got an episode lined up. We love you. We love you. Uh, the beach. You fucked up a little, man. But hey, why would you whatever, blame him? What? Tell me what you why you started saying this the other day. Okay, look, should we save this for the Leo episode? Yeah, we yeah? probably should. Okay, let's well, do so that. So we're gonna we're gonna put a bookmark in this, but Leo. Uh, but but my point was this. So where the fuck was I? I was at uh, American Psycho. At the end, I'm posing a question. Right. To you. Okay, go on. Sorry about that. I'm wondering if, uh, along with what you're saying, and this and that's funny you're saying it because this is what I thought. At the end of the movie, he confesses everything to his lawyer and says, I've been killing people and I've been doing this and that and eating brains. And he's terrified at the end. He's, he's thinking that he's going to get arrested and nobody's come for him. So he goes to that club. Um, or is it the funeral for Paul Allen? Or I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where he okay. is. But he sees his lawyer and he brings up the call. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, the call, it was hysterical. Yeah, it was right, funny. Right, there. Right. And he goes, no, 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 it was real. You know, it was real. And the guy goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And he gives him, like, that look, but you're not sure. If he's just covering up for him in some way? Is, trying to. Is, is that the like message? That's us. That's where we're at. We're at the top. We could kill. We could do what we want. It's cool. Like, and dude, is that what it up. is? I got you. Is that cool. what it is? I don't know. I think it is. That, that seems I think like it is. this is in a, an East like, Ellis sh- like kind of thing that up, goes through. Dude. I've yeah. got it. Right. Just shut up. It's covered. But you're protected. But did he kill these people? Did he do this? Where? And that's the great part. We don't know we don't if it's know. in his mind or we, don't, you know, we know. don't know. Or, in fact, did he do it? Was it covered up? And will it always be co- as right. the, as Reece, they always get away? These people Reece Witherspoon the top of like says Teflon. It. That's the thing. And Reese Witherspoon says, "Your father owns the company. Why are you even doing this? Right. Because I want to fit in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason he's working there." Fred Easton Ellis, man. That's what he says. I mean, he's trying to listen. Do, what was it called? Dorsey. Dorsey. Dor- what was the name of the restaurant? Dorsia. Dorsia. <laughs> Try getting a reservation at Dorsia Dorsia now. (laughs) Paul Allen. (laughs) That's great. Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Huey Lewis in the news. (laughs) (laughs) It's undisputed masterpiece. I think it's hip to be square. A song so catchy, most people probably don't listen to the lyrics. But they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends. It's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul! Ah! 
<laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> this is <laughs> studio. It's crazy. <laughs> making making oh, uh, the. It's great. Uh, check out American Psycho, people, if yes. you haven't seen it. And yep. hey, you know, if you got any questions that you want us to answer, if you got any points you want to make ever, uh, there's always an article that goes up on voicesfilm.com um, that coincides with the episode. Uh, comment on it and we'll bring it up. We'll mention it the next episode, man. We'll talk about it if you got any questions or input. Um, but uh, the only other thing I wanted to say about Natural Born Killers was the fact that I thought, okay, so again, for the fifth time, Woody, great, did a great job. We saw him in a whole different light. It hurt his career. I think it hurt the careers of a lot of people that did the movie. Yeah. Because it was a very misunderstood film. I think it's a film about I I pretty I mean I know it's a film about uh the media, media saturation and how the media distorts so badly that that a couple, a fictitious couple like Mickey and Mallory Knox can go out and go on a killing spree across the country and murder people. And because the media is so fucked up and, uh, and attention seeking, this is before princess Diana died. This is just showing the cannibalism of media that they'll celebrate just, just, just for the sake of celebrating anybody, you know, anybody that's making news, regardless of, what they've done regardless of you know they, they if they're hot they're hot and these people are going around butchering people but hey they're hot and people love them let's turn them into celebrities let's turn them into fucking superstars you know the the world made them killers the me, the media made them superstars was the tagline for the for the movie and that just went way above 80% of the audience's head so it's filmed beautifully 35 millimeter film and 16 millimeter black and white film 16 millimeter color film all edited together with animation remember the animation in it yeah oh it, and it was just gorgeous um but the underlying message is there the entire time uh, you've got the performance by downey jr touching back to that okay. ah! How you doing, Wayne? Hey, you look great, though. Fucking great. <laughs> you got a feeling? Oh, man, I'm alive for the first fucking time in my life. For the Lord's sake of Mickey! Let's kill all these motherfuckers! Give me that. Why? You're not sinning, Wayne. Here. who was on the fringes at that point, who turned in a great performance as Wayne Gale. Wayne Gale of American Maniacs and <laughs> Wayne <laughs> Gale, right? Yeah, it's right? great. Oh, it was amazing. Um, and then he does that great interview with, with Mickey. So tell me, Mickey, how can you look at an ordinary person, an innocent guy with kids, and then shoot him to death? I mean, how can you bring yourself to do that? Yes. Who's innocent, Wayne? You innocent? I'm innocent. Yes, I am. Of murder, definitely. It's just murder, man. All God's creatures do it in some form or another. I mean, huh. you look in the forest. You got species killing other species. Our species killing all species, including the forest. And we just call it industry, not murder. But I know a lot of people who uh, <clears throat> deserve to die. <laughs> what do they deserve to die? I think everybody got 
something in their past, some sin, some awful secret thing. A lot of people walking around out there already dead, just need to be put out of their misery. <laughs> That's where I come in, fate's messenger. Except a corn of wheat falleth to the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Oh, the theory that everyone meets a serial killer halfway thing. Is that what you're saying? Well, the wolf don't know why he's a wolf. The deer don't know why he's a deer. God just made it that way. You're saying that the world itself is predatory. That when a mountain lion takes down an elk, it's because it's the elk's time to go. And all the BS liberal agenda about saving the animal herds only serves to overpopulate the balance of nature. Maybe you're right, Nicky. I don't think so, but maybe you're right. Corporate predators, environmental predators, nuclear predators. Life is a hunt. I've seen it. I was there when the hit the fan at Grenada. I saw it all go down at Grenada. So tell me, Nicky, any regrets? I mean, three weeks, 50 people killed. Not too cool, Nicky. 52, but I don't spend a lot of time with regret. That's a wasted emotion. Seriously, you must have some regret. Come on, wreck your brain. Well, I wish that Indian hadn't got killed. Bad, 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 bad! One of your last victims. Man had a rattlesnake sitting in a corner. A rattlesnake? could pick it up and pet it. He saw it. He saw what? The demon. He saw the demon. The demon? What demon? Everybody got the demon in here, okay? The demon lives in here. It feeds on your hate, cuts, kills, rapes. It, it uses your weakness, your fear. Only the vicious survive. Like we all told we're no good piece of shit from the time we could breathe. Got that, After a while, you kind of become bad. But, you know, after the ending, we were going to quit killing. The old man took it out of us. What happened? Well, it was all just a mistake, you know. Uh, man was trying to help us, you know, pet us. Same dream I've had since I was a kid, I guess. I just uh, running, running with the animals in the darkness. Mr. Rabbit, bloody fangs, Christmas hat. Little uh, madness going on. I don't know. We're just running, and I'm just. I'm Mr. Rabbit, meeting every other animal in the forest. Death, just death, kind of becomes what you are. After a while, you begin to like it. You know about realization, Wayne? I mean, you know, all this just illusion. <laughs> Mr. Rabbit says, moment of realization. Moment of realization is worth a thousand prayers. You're crazy, man. Wayne, I don't think I'm any crazier than you are. I'm extreme, dark, and light. You know that. I'm light with mouth. Mouth. That's your shadow on the wall. No. You can't get rid of your shadow, can you, Wayne? Oh, you know, the only thing that kills a demon... Love. That's why I know that Mallory's my salvation. She was teaching me how to love. I forgive you, baby. Yeah. It's just like being in the garden. Then what's it really worth it? 
Was what worth? Was massacring all those people worth being separated from your love for the rest of your life? You mean, was an instant of my purity worth a lifetime of your lies, Wayne? Please explain to me, where's the purity that you couldn't live without in the 52 people who are no longer on this planet because they met you and Mallory? What's so f***ing pure about that? How do you do it? You'll never understand, Wayne. You and me, we're not even the same species. I used to be you, then I evolved. From where you're standing, you're a man. From where I'm standing, you're an ape. You're not even an ape, you're a media person. Media is like the weather, only it's man-made weather. Murder? It's pure. You're the one made it impure. You're buying and selling fear. You say, why? I say, why bother? Are you done? Great. Then let's cut the BS and get real. Why this purity that you feel about killing? Why, for Christ's sake, why? Don't lie to me! I guess, Wayne, you just gotta hold that old shotgun in your hand and it comes clear like it did for me the first time. That's when I realized my one true calling in life. And what's that, Mickey? Shit, man. I'm a natural born killer. you look at a person and shoot them to death i mean <laughs> how how can you do that it's he's murder a, he's a fucking idiot murder. right <laughs> i saw it all go down in grenada <laughs> calm awesome. down wayne calm down <laughs> yep. okay. not uh, 52 people killed <laughs> not too cool mickey <laughs> it's so great That's but great. uh rodney dangerfield have you ever even imagined you'd see rodney dangerfield that like part, that oh my god that was fucking Fuck. You should speak nicely in front of Kevin. Don't think. You're a fucking idiot. What am I, a bad guy? Did I ever ask you to fuck my friends? Eh? And don't tell me what to do. If it wasn't for me, you'd still be slinging hash in that shithouse and fucking your boss. Fucking oh, he was fucked. Uh, raping his daughter. He's he raping psychopath. his daughter. Yeah. He's got those eyes bulging out of his head. He's well, a sick fuck, dude. dude when did they it. were showing the the titles and they show you that black and white scene of Rodney Dangerfield's oh. eyes, like looking, and they show you Julie Julia you Lewis's never. eyes, and she's like, "It's you like never you blinking," ne and she's just like a little girl face. You it's never just... saw. I mean, that's stone. And you know what he's doing too? On top of it, what I love is that. It's like I already said, it's ahead of its time mm -hmm. as far as it's almost like an allegory for what's happening now. Everybody using the devices and looking at pictures and moving to the next picture, and moving to the next picture. When you're looking at that movie, you're oh, yeah. seeing so many yeah, different yeah, yeah. frames flash in front like of you. Like you said, a music video. Exactly. Like, like, like a Just go, all go, these go, images go, being go. thrown at you. Right, right, right. Even for people with attention deficit disorder. Which we all have. <laughs> no, I mean, I think... I think uh, well, everybody definitely has it, but I could sit down and focus on a, a whole film i know a lot of people can. who can't i yeah i yeah my nephew who's 15 he said can. he got in my car he said can i hook up my phone so we could hear some of my music i said yeah plugged it in how was his played music? a song it was jay-z or somebody okay and then it it played for about 15 seconds and and then he switched it to another song and you're like whoa and i said what's going on he goes i can't really listen to a song for more than like 15 seconds 30 seconds and i'm like what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I just can't. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I'm like, what the frick is going on here? They say attention deficit. You know what? 
when I had I had attention deficit when I was a kid, I still got it. But they, you know, they didn't. You know what they called it? Pay attention. <laughs> that's, a, that's what I was told. Hey, stop. Yeah. Pay attention. Well, some you know? people really have it though, like as a as an advanced case of it. Maybe. Oh, definitely. Where, like, you just can't focus on anything. Definitely. Yeah. I just don't. I don't. I think I would have been. I think I would have been diagnosed as that as a kid. And I got you. Yeah. Yeah, but I, uh, Wes, pay attention, you know, <laughs> but I could sit there and watch a three hour Lawrence of Arabia. No, oh, nice. pro- no problem. Sure. I could, you know, David I Lean. could, fo- dude, the David king, Lean. one of the, one of the kings. I mean, um, but Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Tommy Lee Jones. Mm, didn't Tom. knock it out of the part with that one. Tom size. This is Dick's gig that he knocked. You put that thing down and you tell me you fucking you, you Skagnetti! No! I'll cut her tits off! Go ahead, Skagnetti! Go get her some silicone implants! I swear to God, I'll cut her fucking tits off! Right here, right now! Go ahead, you ain't got the balls! No, come on! I ain't got the Shut the fuck up! What's this? Hey, you like that? Tommy Lee Jones, Tom Sizemore. You don't think that was intentional, though? I do. He was, I, a, he was I, a living cartoon character. He was a living ca- yeah. character, uh, caricature of a, of a warden over the top, right, you know, right. power hungry. Yeah. Warden. Jack Stagnet. Dwight McCluskey, welcome to hell. <laughs> Great to meet you, Warden. Uh-huh. So... How the hell are my two favorite assholes? Well, we got them two rat fucks back up in there. I guess you want to see them. Why not? No. <laughs> I seen you on TV. Oh, yeah? yeah? I even went read your goddamn book. I'm impressed. Oh. Surprise Hollywood ain't found you yet. Oh. Your story make a lot better movie than that Serpico shit. <laughs> I'll tell you something, Skagnetti. In all of my days in the penal business, and that ain't no small amount of days, right, boys? Oh, nope. no. Ricky and Mallory Knox are without doubt the most twisted, depraved pair of shit fucks it has ever been my displeasure to lay my goddamn eyes on. I'm telling you, these two motherfuckers are a walking reminder of just how fucked up this system really is. Don't get me started, okay, Warren? Don't get me started. Dwight. You call me Dwight. They killed a shitload of inmates and guards? Three inmates, five guards, one shrink, all in one year's time. Open that goddamn gate. Psychiatrist? Yeah, Mickey's better half. This Mallory strangled his ass when he made the dumbass mistake of asking what her parents like. She's done it all shot up on tranquilizers, too. Uh-huh. Hey, Mom, Graham. <laughs> ain't that the truth? Listen, I got other big lies. Love makes the world go round. <laughs> How's a fellow like you get to be a specialist in psychos anyway? Well, actually, Dwight, I'd recommend having your mother killed by one. After that happened, I developed a rather keen interest in the subject, you know? What happened? Well, I was born and spent the first part of my life in Texas. Oh, that's funny. You don't have an accent. I don't want to talk like those assholes. My my mother was from Texas. I meant those other assholes. The ones who used to beat the shit out of me. Anyway, one day when I was eight years old, my mother out us about. My mother, I'm not the play in the park. I just saw the same day Charles Whitman. He climbed to the top of the University of Texas town and started shooting strangers. And you was with her. Sure was. You see, the thing is, I didn't hear any shots. I didn't hear any of them. And one minute I'm walking with my mother, and all of a sudden, 
chest explodes. She hits the ground, right? And I'm just looking at her. Her forearm flies off, her hip explodes, and I'm not hearing any of these shots, right? Ah, you fucking boom! Chest explodes, right? I spent all goddamn day lines right on the grass, being eating a lot, and I fucking ants and thinking, what happened to my mom? You know? And ever since then, I've had a strong opinion about the psychopathic friends that thrive today in America's fast food culture. I tend not to exhibit the self-discipline, you know, becoming of a peace officer. You got it right, Jack. You got it right. Say, so you don't mind, do you, if I call you Jack? This hey, you know, the director's cut. They cut his head off and mounted on a spike. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. That is great. I mean, they should have. Uh, Do you remember when they would have a director's cut? And you're like, oh, I can't wait to see the what they put. The director's cut. Yeah. Yeah. And we would see them on the on the Leisure Discs, yeah. you know. The and, but then once in know? a while, they would have one where the director didn't really want that. Part. Dune. There you go. There you go. David. David Lynch. He said it. If you see a director's cut of Dune out there. Throw it away, burn it, get rid of it, don't watch it. That is not what I approved. What's on the screen is what I approved. He he wants you to think. He wants you to think. He doesn't want to fill in all the... But that director's cut's pretty nuts because it does it make a lot more fucking sense. He didn't want to make more sense. He didn't want... He, <laughs> and let me tell, he was happy with it not making sense. Which makes sense for David Lynch. Totally makes sense. David Lynch doesn't want to make sense. Makes he wants sense. to fucking make art. He That's wants you right. to think. right. Right? Yes, yes. Lost Highway? Fill in the gaps, motherfucker. What do Mulholland you think Drive. Happened? What do you want me to do? Oh, Fucking so spoon good. feed you that? Come on. It's one of my favorites. That's what, It's just a masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, brilliant. he's made a lot of masterpieces. He's a, he's a genius. Wild at heart. Brilliant. Oh, wild. Oh, oh. Just, that's insane. The ele- Sailor. And the elephant man. Oh, Sailor. 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 Oh, boy. I oh. This snakeskin jacket is a representation of my individuality. <laughs> About a thousand times. It's great. Oh it's my great. god, you're making me crazy here. But uh, that I still haven't gotten to the person that I wanted to celebrate the most, which is Juliet Lewis. <laughs> bad, 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 bad. Turn left. Turn left to what, you stupid bitch? Oh, you stupid bitch. You stupid bitch. You stupid bitch, Mickey. That's what my father used to call me. Thought you'd be more creative than that. You're losing it, Mickey. You're losing it. Snakes and birds ain't nothing out here. Right now, I'd go down on a lawman for a gallon of gas. Let me tell you something. This is the 1990s, all right? In this day and age, a man has to have choices. A man has to have a little bit of variety. What are you talking about, variety? Hostages? You want to fuck some other women now? Is that what you're talking about, Mickey? Why'd you pick me up? Why'd you take me out of my fucking house and kill my parents with me? And you committed to me? Where are we fucking going? Just relax, all right? It's me, your lover, not some demon, not your father, all right? Relax. No, you're not my fucking lover. You're not my fucking... You've been loving me. You've been fucking loving me. Huh? You've been loving me real. Scraping through my head I don't Juliette Lewis in that film 
Uh, first of all, he's got a problem with women. We talked about. It. I, was, I was just telling about you about this. this. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of commentaries, and I'm convinced that Oliver Stone doesn't understand women very well. Uh, doesn't. It's not that he doesn't know how to cast them. I just don't know if he understands how. Ah, uh, whatever. It, I, I don't know if he understands if he's great with women uh, because the the three commentaries that I listened to he was complaining about each and every actress except for Juliet and the only reason he was praising Juliet is because she was androgynous and very masculine like and she took on every um, challenge of natural born killers like a man and there's that scene at the end I always think about it too because she Acts it over, over acts it? I don't think so because I think it's important to do this. But she's shot at the end during the riot while, while her and Mickey and Wayne Gale are escaping. And she shoots that hole in his hand. Well, that was great. <laughs> that was great. And, uh, and he looks through it. And he looks through it. You can see the warden <laughs> through the hole. <laughs> you know, he's like, We're walking right out the front door. That will never happen. <laughs> I'm the star of American Maniacs. What's my funny million people awake? I am a respect. Journalist, winner of the Head Art Bureau and the Golden Globe Award, to name a few. I've been shot. You are on camera. We are live. If anybody tries to fuck up our escape, I will make it my life's mission to put Dwight McCluskey out of commission. I will do expose after expose, revealing the inhumanity, the brutality, and the conditions that exist here. You That character who's only, well, who's mostly in the director's cut. He's mostly in the director's cut in a very prominent way. He, he w- Yeah, what was his whole, what was the whole point of him? He was a very, like, piece of a thematic, you know, an element of, you know, something that they decided not to go with. They decided not to go with it because in the end he would end up killing Mickey and Mallory. Uh, he took the, he, he got them out of there. And remember, he says it in the finished cut that he's, helping them just because he wants a ride uh out he right, wants to them to you know i want yeah. i want you to take me with you so they do take him and you don't see him while they're arliss howard plays him arliss howard right yeah, right, very, right. right that's who plays him and he's what was the name do you see owen that? owen Trash. owen yeah. owen right right also known as the guardian angel also known as the demon because he's, he had shown up before in, in, in the first scene to and in visions right. in the first scene he's he's in the diner the camera is going slow motion by the diner and he's in one of the seats reading a paper that says 666 on the front yes. of it and it's talking about and then yeah. it vanishes yeah he vanishes but um i think uh 
what I was trying to get to is Juliet and how uh, she gets shot and she's playing somebody who gets shot and she sticks with it from scene to scene to scene. You know, they're shooting these on all different sure, days, yeah, different yeah. weeks. She's still holding that. And boat, she's yeah. holding it. That's a professional. She's a great actress. Right and now, Oliver Stone's like, I told her to hold it. I kept reminding <laughs> her to hold it. I'm the one that told that her to bitch. hold it. That yeah, bitch. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Well, she did. <laughs> I think trouble. she did fucking great. She was phenomenal. And she was great. She gave it all. She's 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 uh being molested, and she's playing a young girl. And then that 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 scream she's giving while Woody Harrelson is killing her abusive father, and then they're off crazy on the road scene. together. It's crazy, crazy scene. Then they're off on the road together, and she's like, "You make every day feel like kindergarten," and <laughs> and. Then she just turns into a full-blown fucking maniac with him. And and I love that wedding scene where they're on the bridge and uh, they're about to get married. He's proposing to her and then a truck full of guys drives by and starts whistling at her. And she's you like, fuck you. She's like, fuck off, God. And, and, and you can see he's distracted. He's like, I'm, I'm not going to kill anybody on my wedding day. I'm not going to kill anybody on my wedding day. But... Yeah, I I just loved her, and I you know un- unfortunately it hurt because it was so misunderstood. It hurt a lot of people's careers. I think after that, and I think she was one of the biggest casualties. I don't think you saw you went from Cape Fear, where she was nominated for an Academy Award, right, right, to not really seeing her very much after yeah. that. It was a really high profile movie, and then it just it was almost like it angered Hollywood. So they just fucked. But everybody got so. They got fucked up. They didn't. They didn't get their. They didn't get roles after that. And I think that uh, that that that's a misunderstood movie. And I don't think it's fair that they that they all got slighted. You got a lot of really great actors and great performances, and a really misunderstood film by a a, a fantastic director who had just done. He had gotten to the epitome of his power. You know, he'd done. He had done. Salvador, he had done Platoon and taken Hollywood by storm, and then he did Wall Street, and he got Douglas the Oz, he got him the statue, and then he goes on and does JFK, which is my favorite movie to date, which we will cover eventually, right? Of course. Okay, cool. And I love it. It's amazing. I can't even touch it because I love it so much. Gary Oldman is Lee Harvey, dude. Kevin Costner. That movie is fucking amazing. It opened my eyes. We still have some documents that are going to get released. I hate Donald Trump, but at least he's trying to get some of those JFK documents out there. <laughs> uh, a, a fucking Martin Luther King document just got released among the among the among the piles of JFK assassination documents. Why was Martin Luther King Jr. Um, why was Martin Luther King Jr. document uh, a file sealed by uh, J. Edgar Hoover? Why was that included inside of the documents of the JFK assassination? Something we should Somebody's ask like, questions you know what? about. Let's just put this in here too. But I gotta say, also, what's the next movie that Oliver Stone's doing? Martin Luther King. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. Oh, so, wow. so I love I love Oliver Stone, and he affected my life, and he changed the way that I saw films, and he it awakened me. He awakened me to who do, who do we got playing King? I have no idea. Okay, I didn't know about this. Yeah, I, I, because I, I saw because I saw, Selma was amazing. I don't know what you know. I guess it was just about that one incident. Selma, Selma, 
about the march on in, on Selma, you know, with yep. Martin Luther King. And who played him? Oh God, he's amazing. Uh, David I- Iowello. Is that how you say him? How you, that's how you say his name, David Iowello. I don't know him. Yes, you do. I do. Yeah, you do. Who is? And he? by the way, 2004 Best Picture. Tell. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Oh, of course, they gave the token, right? Because the first film deserved the Oscar, but they didn't give it to it. Maybe the second film. Maybe Two Towers. This is silly. I think Two this Towers was better The movie than... stands as one movie. It does stand as that's one it. movie. It's like, gonna... th- that's it. That's why they waited till the last one to give it, because it's one fucking phenomenal But I'm a little film. sick of that shit. What do you mean? Uh, well, I'm not going to even get into it. Well, I'm a little sick of that. Just just celebrate the fucking movie, right? I mean, right, just give it... The first one should have gotten an Oscar, right? No? So what? Give all three of them an Oscar? If it deserves it. That's how The Godfather did it. Hey, motherfucker. Except the third one. I mean, The Godfather gave it to one and two. Andy Garcia was good. But I'm going to quote Robert Duvall. It wasn't as, it wasn't as good as uh, one and two. It wasn't. No. Um, all right. So uh, with that, yep. okay, uh-huh. uh, I just want to say that, uh, you know, Oliver Stone is a fantastic... And he's gone on to do amazing things, but there's... Uh, there's a hyper intelligence behind that man, and and I love him. And uh, that movie changed things for me. Yeah, and and it was during a decade that things were changing, and uh, and I even forgave him for screwing over Tarantino. <laughs> Why? Because the changing script, the script. Why? Because it was a trip. Yeah, was know. it changed radically? Like with the- I, I I guess it had to be. I, I mean, in retrospect, I hope Tarantino would say, you know what, that guy can't make my movie. Right. Only I can make my movie. Right. So make your movie out of what I wrote and just be going. You know, I, like, I, you, I sold it to you. This it's is like, Wayne It's like someone buying your car and no then painting your stripe on it. I am like, ah, fuck, what, what man. It looked amazing. But it's well, not my car anymore. Car. It's yes. not my car anymore. It's good. It's not me. Don't look that good. That was good. Mickey Knox's plan worked. We walked out that front door into my news van and made our getaway. <laughs> when we were followed by patrol cars... Mallory shot Deputy Sheriff Duncan Homolka and tossed his body out the van. Show me a year. <laughs> oh my God, that is so gross. Why helicopters were not deployed, I don't know. My only thought is that it all happened too fast for arrangements to be made. We've just Wayne. pulled over the side of the road to do this interview. Tensions run high Come as on, we fucking day. So without any further ado, Mickey and Mallory. So, Mallory, after Mickey's incredible rescue, what did you think next? I was just wondering how long it would be until me and Mickey could be alone together and if I could wait that long. So, uh, so did you have anything to do with the riot? Oh, we didn't have nothing to do with that riot. You know, that was, um, whatchamacall? Thank you. Eight. They want to say we masterminded the whole fucking thing. You know, let them. It's not like we're. It's gonna keep us up at night and stuff. But the truth is, <clears throat> it was fate. Ah, yes, fate it was. And you saw it wrong. On American, I guess. You believe in reincarnation, Wayne? Ah, uh, yes, I believe we've all lived many times. So, what's next for the Noxes? Well, I'm thinking we can lay in a big king-size bed and sleep 
for about two days, and I've been thinking about motherhood. So I think me and Mickey are gonna get started on that as quickly as possible. <laughs> I gotta go. All right, boy. How do you two intend to disappear? I mean, you're probably the most famous couple in America. Well, there is that underground, you know, railroad wind during okay, the spring time. Okay, Okay, let me just spin the camera around and uh, do my little wrap up. Come on. Oh, we're gonna do a little wrap-up, all right, Wayne. But it won't be you staring at the camera looking dumb and acting stupid. Instead, you're gonna be staring down the barrels of our shotguns, and we're gonna be blowing your brains all over that tree back there. Wait, 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 Tom, cut, 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 cut! That's a fucking joke, right? Oh. Come on, don't fucking shoot Why are you doing this old escape thing? They're kind of a bond about between us. No, not really. You're scum, Wayne. You did it for ratings. You don't give a shit about us or about anybody except yourself. That's why nobody gives shit about you. That's why helicopters were not deployed. Wait a minute, you fucking hypocrite. What about the Indian? You said that you were done with killing. You said love beats the demon. You said that love beats the demon! I am, and it will. It's just that you're the last one, Wayne. Oh, that bitch fucking kill me. This is not about you, you egomaniac. Kind of like you. Oh. But if we let you go, we'd be just like everybody else. Killing you. And what you represent is a statement. I'm not 100% sure exactly what it's saying. You know, Frankenstein killed Dr. Frankenstein. Wayne. You hate some dignity. Alright, no, I'm a parasite, so what? Alright, life is cruel. No one said it was gonna be easy. The day you two killed your ass belonged to us! To the public, to the media! That's how it is, and we are married, mate! <laughs> now, the point is, what do we do next? I say we do a Simon Rushdie type thing. Okay, just books, talk shows, you know, we lay low, we jump up, we bob and weave, we get rid of them, we come in, we do Oprah, we do Donahue. I mean, do you have any idea how huge we could be? <laughs> Let's make a little music, Colorado. Wait, 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 wait! Don't Mickey Mallory always leave somebody alive to tell the tale? We are your, your camera. camera. There's a man going round taking names and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. Will you partake of that last offered cup? disappear into the potter's ground. Now, you know, the only thing that kills a demon, love, love, love.
ஆனா